Good morning. I'm hoping this sound will be even better than last time, so give me a thumbs up. It's Brian of London. I'm in my forest in Tel Aviv. Brian of London, but I am in Tel Aviv, Israel. And um, give me a sign, say, give me any kind of symbol if the sound is okay, because there is a marathon of sorts going on in this park today. Lots of people are running through mud and jumping through hoops and plunging into deep pools of horrible looking water, which apparently people enjoy doing on a Friday morning. But there's all sorts of noise and, um, uh, yeah, there's all sorts of noise uh, and PA systems. Anyway, what I wanted is I, I actually took the unusual step of printing out, look at this, I printed out a paragraph from The Economist this morning. and. As I was driving to my park to go on my walk, I was listening in the car to Boney M singing The Rivers of Babylon. And you'll understand why, because I want to read through this paragraph from The Economist. And it's, uh, it's from an Economist article talking about the upcoming uh, Israeli elections. And those elections are due in a few, like couple of weeks. Uh, and. The article is basically leads with a big scary picture of Netanyahu and describing him and is he the king and all of this kind of uh, semi-demonization stuff. But towards the end, I think it's the penultimate paragraph. This is the penultimate paragraph in the article and I want to just deconstruct this. Israel is an outlier among Western democracies. I don't know. I don't know why we're an outlier. I mean, we're younger than some of the other Western democracies, but not that much younger. Um, but, but I guess geographically, we are separate from Europe, except in Eurovision. Um, then this, this, this sentence, this is a killer sentence. It was born as the state of the Jews, semicolon. Zionism and Palestinian nationalism claim the same land. That's where my problem with this starts and why I was listening to Boney M. As soon as I read that, I thought that sentence, Zionism and Palestinian nationalism claim the same land. What they're doing with that sentence is they're putting on an equivalent level the Jewish desire to return to our Jewish homeland where Judaism was created and where Jews have lived for millennia they're putting that on a pedestal alongside Palestinian nationalism. Now, Palestinian nationalism, Arab, Muslim, Palestinian nationalism did not exist in any real sense until the mid 60s. In fact, all through from 1948, from the creation of Israel until the recreation, of Israel until 1967 when we reconquered parts of Israel that we hadn't been able to hold on to in 48-49 independence war there was no Palestinian national movement of any significance fighting against Jordan on one side or Egypt on the other to create a Palestinian Arab identity and state the Palestinian identity is a modern creation a very very modern creation I, I you know that there's almost it's hard to find analogies that work. Scandinavian, who's a Scandinavian? Does that, that's like a, a blanket term, which, or, or European. These are blanket terms that cover a region and try to draw them in. Palestinian is like the inversion of that. It's like, you've got this whole big Arab world 
And they realized, you know, at the time after the, the First and Second World Wars, you know, when these countries were being created, the Arabs somehow, I don't know whether they had the sense to do it or whether the European nations were stupid enough to do this, but by dividing them all up into these lots of these little weird and fake countries that don't really have huge geographical reasons to exist, Iraq, Syria, Jordan, um, what you've created is, is these separate Arab countries, but really it's one big Arab identity. And in fact, there was this idea of pan-Arab nationalism, this idea that, that really they were all Arabs together. And that was the basis on which they fought Israel, that they were just one big Muslim Arab identity trying to take over the whole of the Middle East for the caliphate. But within themselves, they can't help but fighting each other because they're essentially clan-based structures and the idea of democracies just doesn't overlay onto this. Whatever you come with, the Palestinian Arab Muslim identity, which we are fighting against in Israel, just, it's a modern creation. So when the Economist magazine, which we all know is a pile of bullshit, and I'll give you some history. I, my father always used to take The Economist. Um, I got a subscription to The Economist when I went to university. All through my university, that's two degrees, an undergraduate degree and a PhD. I had a subscription to The Economist. When I got married, I still had my subscription to The Economist. I don't know. I don't know when I, I cancelled it. I don't know. I think after 9-11. I remember the 9-11 cover. And then a few, a couple of years after, they did a Eurabia cover where they spoke about the entire theory of Eurabia, which is named after a book by Bat Yaor. They did an entire cover article about Eurabia. And... They basically rubbished the entire theory that there was mass Muslim immigration to Europe. This is 15 years ago. Um, and they rubbished the entire thesis of Eurabia, which is a book by Batyor, but they did not mention or refer to her or her work once. They took the name of her book, Eurabia, put it on the cover, put a picture of a minaret symbol, and this is The Economist, and they didn't refer to Bachelor. And I think I cancelled my subscription the, the day after that. And I'm very happy. Now they're writing all sorts of crap. Like they're, they're interviewing Ben Shapiro and then calling him alt-right. I mean, it, there's nothing more ludicrous than calling the leading, uh, an Orthodox Jew, a religious Orthodox Jew, who is constantly sent revolting memes by the alt-right, telling him to, you know, die in a gas chamber and and calling him a figure of the alt-right the economist is completely unhinged so back to this paragraph i'll read the rest of it i'll read it from the start all the way through israel is an outlier among western democracies it was born as the state of the jews zionism and palestinian nationalism claim the same land israel must contend with a genuine other and existential threats not the bogeymen invented by populists elsewhere. The left, in disarray in many countries, suffered a body blow in Israel because its attempt to negotiate a land for peace deal with the Palestinians collapsed into bloodshed. Okay, let's go through some more of this. This is fun. Anybody enjoying this? Give me a symbol. I'm not seeing much feedback. Um, so, Israel must contend with a genuine other and existential threats. Yes. When my friend Ari Fuld was murdered while standing on and talking on the mobile telephone, checks behind me, no, nobody's coming up behind me. Um, when my friend Ari Fuld was murdered while talking on the telephone outside a supermarket uh, in Gush Etzion, yes, he was murdered by the other. I think it's safe to say that our other is genuine. When Kay Wilson was hacked 
to within four millimeters of her life by two Palestinian terrorists in 2010. Yes, it is safe to say we have a genuine other. But I would also say that when, uh, when uh, people listening to a concert in France, in Bataclan, have their genitals cut off and stuffed in their mouths, they are dealing with a genuine other. When people are mown down by terrorists on Westminster Bridge, or little girls are blown up in, a, in an Ariana Grande concert in Manchester, yes, you are dealing with a genuine other in your midst. Yes, Islamic terrorism is genuinely an other that you have to deal with. And Islamic terrorism is tied to Islamic communities who hide the terrorists. I'm sorry, that's just what happens in Europe. So this comes back to The Economist, as I said, publishing an entire issue about Eurabia. Go look it up in the archives. It was actually called Eurabia. An entire issue about Eurabia and then rubbishing it and saying Eurabia that there was no movement of immigration, mass immigration of people whose culture doesn't fit with Europe into Europe. Well, apparently it's continued ever since they said that it didn't, it wasn't happening. So yes, in Israel, we do have another, which is people trying to kill us. Not all Arabs, not all Muslims, correct. But yes, we have to be on our guard. And so the left in disarray in many countries suffered a body blow in Israel. This is correct because its attempts to negotiate a land for peace deal for, with Palestinians collapsed into bloodshed. It didn't collapse into bloodshed. What happened was the entire ethos and identity of the Palestinians knows that the leadership, they absolutely know that without having the goal of displacing and destroying Israel and the Jewish state and to replace it with a Muslim state in which some of the more charitable ones say that Jews could live as dimmies and dimitude. That's their goal and it's not a two-state solution. It is a one Muslim state with subservient Jews as dimmies within it. That's the goal. Without that goal being attainable and the two-state solution which was never going to be a solution, took that away from them. So, of course, what did they do? They started blowing shit up because they realized that blowing shit up was what got left-wing stupid Jews to the negotiating table. And by being at the negotiating table, they got some more. And they realized that if we blow more shit up, they will get more if they're dealing with stupid left-wing ideas of peace and kumbaya and all of this hippy-dippy shit. Well, no, unfortunately for them, and fortunately for us, Israel is not ruled by hippy-dippy shit left-wingers. Um, we have to fight them politically day and night, and we're going to fight them again at the ballot boxes now, and hopefully they'll, they'll be further decimated. Whether we get Bibi or not, maybe we'll get someone stronger than Bibi. Bibi's far too weak for my tastes and for some other tastes. But it did not collapse into bloodshed. Again, this is another equivalence. It was blown up by Palestinian leadership, such as it is, because they know as soon as Arafat got too close, as soon as, as, soon as he was offered a deal in 2000 um, that was too good, that he knew there was no realistic way he could turn down and still be seen as a, a, as a partner. What do they do? They invent a pretext. You know, Sharon goes for a walk on what should be the holy Jewish site. Sharon goes for a walk. And suddenly that's the, that's the reason for three weeks earlier there to have been a riot. How does that work? No, no. It didn't just collapse into bloodshed. Always this, this from, from people like The Economist, these, these 
this third party language that just doesn't freaking it, it, it hides the true reality and so in just one stupid little paragraph the economist manages to just spread lies totally down oh yeah and i wanted the point i was going to make about boney m and by the rivers of babylon where we sat down now this comes from the bible this comes from the hebrew bible and the song itself is a negro spiritual which comes from from black slaves realizing that the essential message of the Hebrew Bible, one of the most important parts of the Jewish Bible and, and what the Jews gave to the world is the freedom of body and soul from spiritual and physical slavery. That's the story of Exodus, which is what we're coming up to when we tell the Passover story. It is the redemption. It is the moving on from slavery into freedom. And that's why black slaves in in the southern states were singing that song by the rivers uh, i can't sing well i play it in the background but i get a copyright strike on my channels it is go and listen to by the rivers of babylon by boney m where we sat down where we wept when we remembered zion show me one cultural reference from western civilization or any part of western civilization that remembers where somebody was weeping for going back to Palestine and they were singing it a hundred years ago and that it was in a Bible that was written thousands of years ago and that it refers to real events of Jews who were taken from Israel, from their home and transplanted to Babylon and they were weeping for Zion. How can you equate The Economist? How can you say Zionism and Palestinian nationalism claim the same land? They claim the same land because Palestinian nationalism is a fake invention designed to usurp the claim of Zionism to the land of Israel, which is the land of the Jews, the land of the Bible. And the Bible is what brings Western civilization from slavery to freedom. And every time you get rid of the Bible, every time you try and create these atheist states like Europe, every time you try and take yourselves away from the Hebrew Bible and the Christian gospels that came after it, when you try and take yourselves away from it, you will always descend into tyranny. You will become Chinese communism. You will become Soviet communism. You will become the, the EUSSR. You will become the, the godless atheist communism because the message of freedom and slavery unfortunately all of this left-wing thing it always descends into a fascist totalitarian telling you what you cannot can and cannot say speech policing i can i say negro spiritual am i allowed to will this be will this be blocked because i said that word is ne it, that is the fascism of the left deciding what I can and cannot say. Of course, I'm saying Negro spirit, spiritual with with an uplifting and with with. I mean, Christ, that music was beautiful. Go and listen to Boney M. Go and listen to it again by the rivers of Babylon. It is fantastic. That's it. Anyway, oh, Brexit tomorrow. Brexit rally in London. Oh, no, it's today, this afternoon. I hope, I hope you're going to, to London. Um, show your support for Tommy and everybody trying to, trying to get the blinking 
UK to save itself from this European monster. And also, my my plan is going to start, you know, get off Facebook. Take Saturday off Facebook. If you can delete your account, do that. But at, at, the, at the least, just don't post. Don't look at Facebook on Saturdays. All right, it's Brian of London. I'm in my forest in Tel Aviv. I'm shouting a little bit because of the background music. I hope you can hear me. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you watch and share. And it will go up on YouTube later. I'm Brian of London, brianoflondon.me. Thank you very much for watching. See you all next time and Shabbat Shalom. Bye.